ba do ba do ba ba do ba ba do 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 boop 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 ba do 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 yeah wah woo the end (laughs) (laughs) that was beautiful ashley thank you i remembered to do the intro again Uh, (laughs) and so i know it's over i did say wah woo the end i know i love that you add that oh okay I, was like, <laughs> I did do the thing. You did the thing. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Welcome back, Hannah. Hi. It's so nice to be back now that, you know, surprisingly for 2020, my life is now in complete shambles. So it's good to be back. <laughs> Yay. Yay. How are, how are you, you all holding up? Fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, fan-ficking. welcome. Uh, <laughs> fanfic fantastic. I'm Sarah. I'm Ashley. And I'm Hannah. Right. Why did you say that like I'm like in a commercial? And, and I'm, I'm Hannah. <laughs> Sorry. Hannah's and I'm Hannah. Joined the circus, been abducted by aliens, but now she's back. Mm-hmm. And we've been on extended hiatus because, you know, fuck 2020. Disclaimer, this podcast... <laughs> Damn, almost made it. <laughs> One day. Disclaimer, this podcast is not appropriate for young people, old people, people who are easily offended by my constant use of the word fuck, or any of the weird shit that we talk about. If that applies <laughs> to you, please turn this off and go find something else. Otherwise, hey, welcome. How are you? Other disclaimer, you may. <laughs> I forgot about that. Me too. Wow, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, sorry. I don't want to. We don't want fees for using. That's cool. It's a, not even a song, but a bad song. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah. So who wants to, who wants to share first? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think <laughs> but I can't see you guys. So <laughs> anybody. Well, I have something that ties into what we talked about last time, Sarah. Okay. So go. Okay. So Hannah, we, we were testing out Anchor to see how it worked. And one of the things we talked about was how you can now curse in Pennsylvania. No, it's Ooh. It's what? You can curse in Virginia. Virginia, excuse me, Virginia. Yeah. Now it is now legal to cuss in Virginia where it was illegal before to cuss in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. 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 What a dumb rule. <laughs> it's a dumb but you still rule. can't spit. So, hey. Yeah. Um so anyway, jumping off of that, I have for you a story about how Mr. Nicholas Cage is going to, yeah, I know, he's going to host a TV show on Netflix called The History of Swear Words. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so basically the show is going to explore where cuss words came from, um, how they're used in pop culture, and like if there's a scientific impact on cuss words or like what cuss words have had an impact on science and uh, and also on culture and uh so he's been a busy boy this year mr nicholas cage because i don't know if you guys knew this and i know we talk about 
fucking Carol Baskin all the time. <laughs> but, ah. Damn bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he signed on to be Joe Exotic. Uh, uh yes, and I am. Shut the fuck it. up. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but um, Nicholas Cage is an ongoing um joke between my brothers and I, and in fact, they may or may not be getting pillows emblazoned with Nicolas Cage's face all over it oh for God. the holidays and or pajama pants covered in the visage of Sir Nicolas Cage. Um, so yeah, he's um, Nicolas Cage memes are a thing that happens quite frequently at our house. But so I am 100% here for anything that he does because it's amazing. But a show on cursing <laughs> the history of I'm there for because a history be it cuss like a fucking sailor and age <laughs> so I know what I'm doing when that comes on right oh my gosh so it- so to tie to tie into that Sarah real quick just because I too have a Nick Cage uh oh relation so, well no so I used to date uh this girl who was like obsessed with Nicholas Cage <laughs> um, like I remember going into the bathroom and like directly across on the wall uh from the toilet like so you'd go be doing your business and go look up and there would be like Nicolas Cage memes printed out just staring at you like (laughs) so I used to do that in the bathrooms where I work so I see nothing weird about that at (laughs) all oh no uh, I mean, the reason why we stopped dating had nothing to do with this cage. With Nicholas I mean, Cage. That's sincerely. <laughs> Nicholas Cage did not drive a wedge in your relationship? Did not. Uh, in fact, <laughs> it only strengthened our relationship, but alas. <laughs> okay, so this, uh, this TV series is going to be six episodes. Oh. And each episode is going to focus on a different cuss word. Would you guys yes. like to do yeah, would you guys like to guess the cuss words? Fuck yeah. Um, fuck being fuck, one of them, hopefully. Fuck is one. Okay. Um, shit. Bitch. Shit ah. and bitch. You got it. Shit and bitch. Cool. Um, is damn. Odd damn. Damn is there. Yep. Okay, so that's mm. four. You're missing two. So ass. No, <laughs> not ass. Mm. So we already think we already covered goddamn motherfucker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, do you guys remember the commercials where they would do like the fake cuss words? Uh, yeah. Like Cootie Queen and Lint Licker. <laughs> Are either of those going to be on? <laughs> Lint Licker. Mm-hmm. Uh, is okay. it like the really offensive ones or is it like the no. generic like? No, it's pretty generic, and I will give you a hint. Oh, crap. Both of them, both of them are anatomy. Oh, so dick. Like dick. Dick, yep, and we got one more. Oh, I wish it was cunt. It's not cunt, it's pussy. Okay, so I was going to guess see you next Tuesday as well, but yeah. I like yeah. cunt <laughs> so much more. Pussy as a word creeps me the fuck out. I do not mind cunt in any way, shape, or form. Pussy creeps me out. When Honestly, people call their cats pussy, that was, was like, so that, like, gives me the heebies. When they're like, oh, what a cute little pussy. And they're talking about, like, a cat. And I'm just like, oh, you have murdered people in your basement. <laughs> like, <laughs> people still do that? Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. 
no, 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 no. Uh, I was like in a bedroom setting. If somebody says pussy, we're turning on the lights. We're putting our clothes on. We're done. You're like, and close for business. We're done. Yeah. yeah I hate, hate that's that. That's not a natural thing for me. Um, so, summer uh, with oh, like, your stallion. You're like fractalating, Hannah. Um, what? You you were like breaking up. Uh, you sound I'm better just, now. I, I, well, That's now it's shit again. Oh, crap. <laughs> now it's shit again. <laughs> <laughs> we're figuring it out, everybody. 2020's hard, okay? We're using a new platform. We're it is. Um, yeah. What I was going to say, though, was uh, ever since the summer winter stallion uh, with some wet, I've been, I've been thinking about the word uh, and it's most I'm making macaroni in a pot. <laughs> 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 Anytime I love like, oh God. <laughs> but, you sound like the coolest robot ever. <laughs> well, good. That's what happened when I. <laughs> okay, Sarah, give us a story. Okay, I was just gonna say I speak. Continuing, I was finishing up with the female anatomy discussion. I was listening to a podcast from England the other a day, and they were talking about um, their fannies, and I like. I love that so much more because when you talk about how you worry about your fanny, you know, and when you're talking about your front end, not your back end, and it just sounds so cute. <laughs> and I enjoy that so much more. So, yeah, that's my thing. Um, I don't have a story to tell you guys. Oh, how dare you. First day. I mean, I have stories to tell you guys because I am the queen of stories, but I do have something that I don't know if we've discussed before. Okay. And it is a little old, but when I was searching for amazing stories to tell you guys, as is my role in this podcast, I discovered that there is like a secret cabal of like self-publishing on Kindle. Oh no. And, oh man. Yes. Uh-huh. And there was a whole um court case to try to take down like this secret self-publishing cabal. Um that involved like, you know, hashtag drama and death threats and YouTube videos. <laughs> And all of this stuff. Um, and it's amazing. And when they had their court case to try to deal with, um, as it was called, hashtag cocky gate. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. That's right. Um, because basically these authors and fans were upset because they were using like the algorithms and marketing to try to um, reshape like the 
what's seen and what's not seen in the Kindle, like online Kindle world. Okay. And people were, you know, upset because people were feeling like their stuff wasn't getting seen. Somebody trademarked cocky. No. And so other people couldn't use cocky because someone else trademarked it. Wow. And yes. So what do they call it? Like hot bean juice. Yes. I don't know. (laughs) But um, there's like a whole chat and like the chat group of romance authors. And they discussed that there's like um, they like sell information about how to place on the charts and like the newsletters and how to get um, like clicks and all of these things. And they like cross promote. And of course, you know, they fell out over the use of cocky. Jeez. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's special. Um, of all people, the things. They sell, yeah. They sell ghost written books for each other. So $500, you could buy um, six novellas, you know to like publish as yourself hello oh that was I'm... so weird what happened i don't, I don't know. know you guys went weird um, i and yeah. sarah was just chatting <laughs> oh okay all right maybe maybe it just was so, on my end yeah so there's like oh. this whole thing where they're like trying to basically oh. beat this um, to like make money but when they went to court over it and this is the best part of the whole story um their evidence that they brought included here you guys go um a two-color exhibit to show the trademarks that were being questioned again the question um the word being questioned hockey so there was a picture of two shirtless men with stethoscopes embracing a woman get this hog and flow by himself uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry, um, I have to. You guys can keep talking. Crap, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, with the huh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you guys can keep talking, uh, but uh, cat just vomited everywhere. Oh so, no, okay. <laughs> I you don't deal with that. I have to go deal with that. You guys keep okay. talking, and uh, I'll, I'll come go, back go in go a little while. Vomit. Okay, go go. Go deal with okay, oh, man. All right. So we got two shirtless men flanking a woman in two tight firefighters jacket. Sorry, two big <laughs> firefighters jacket with the words her cocky firefighters in the same font. And the two shirtless men with stethoscopes embracing a woman with the words her cocky doctors. Oh, my God. Okay. Also, I'm really glad you actually um, described the, uh, the images because... And uh, coffee, I was like, have I been mishearing this this entire time? <laughs> so that would no, sense. that would be like, like oh no, yeah, anyway. Uh, yes. love this, so, love the imagery. Hashtag cocky gate. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So apparently, there's this whole like underground secret, you know, thing to try to get views on. All of these like shit-tastic books that we read on Kindle, and you know, all these ones that take me like fifteen minutes to read that involve, you know, a damaged Navy SEAL who's come back to his hometown to hide out, who you know falls in love 
unwittingly or unwillingly with, you know, the shy town baker who had, you know, scars from when her husband left her, you know, all that kind of bullshit. Yeah, all the stuff that we normally go through as people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, so all of that, yeah, there's like this whole, like, who fucking knew? Uh, so that just like made my day when I was reading through that shit. And I really enjoyed it. And now I really wonder if there's like wholesome secret, like, you know, lifetime Hallmark cabal where they're, you know, you have to like pledge and do some kind of weird shit wearing robes to become one of the three writers that write the 400 lifetime movies that come out a year. <laughs> And how do you get that job? Because I want it. Oh, my gosh. Which, speaking of, I cannot wait until next week when we can talk about the KFC movie. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. No, did you see the Solvang movie? There was a movie, a home, like Lifetime Christmas movie about Solvang. I mean, wow. Yeah, none of it was like actually set in Solvang. And then at the end, it snows in solving wow and for anybody not in california solving is this like little quaint danish town that's like wine country so you can wine taste and shit it hasn't snowed in solving since like 1920 so the chances of it you know like miraculously snowing on christmas day is yeah um not gonna fucking happen that's for sure not happening (laughs) yeah it's like 70 today it's not gonna snow on christmas that's cute but yeah 100 percent i'm here for all this bullshit so tell me about the dolly parton movie because i haven't caught that one i was gonna say what a perfect tie-in so anyone who knows me and knows me well knows um especially during this shit storm of a year my absolute favorite thing at this time of year is the lifetime Hallmark and now Netflix holiday movies. Um, oh yeah, don't forget the Hulu ones. Too, oh my god! Oh, mm-hmm. I I I'm so excited. I love that we're all just on this this bandwagon. And oh, yeah. um, I hate them. <laughs> I love to hate them. Well, yeah. yes, I I don't watch it because they're like good. I watch it because you know I I actually read this great article about a year ago that people tend to really like them because. They're the biggest escape from reality. And I think they act uptick in the summer portion of the pandemic. They're all desperate to cling on to something. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. I I watch to hate them. Like there's a podcast where three guys watch them and one of the guys hates them all. And I'm that guy, but I love to watch and mock them because they literally all have the same plot. Oh my god. Um, it there's like one yeah. there's like Basically, you've got five main plots to choose from and, like, 15 subplots. And basically, it, it's kind of like a Mad Libs to see what what you're going to get in each movie. It's fantastic. Um, I could go on. I actually... Uh, anyway, no, we can cut yeah, that part out. Anyway. When after comes back, we will um, we will all figure out what our pandemic Hallmark Christmas movie um, plot is. Yes. But uh, no, tell me about so this match. I want to... I wanna put this out there first um disclaimer disclaimer this movie is not good but i will never <laughs> shit on dolly parton i fucking love her she's an icon she's a queen she she doesn't 
she just does so many things. So I, I I forgive a lot in this movie, even though she, you know, like wrote half the songs. And you know what? Maybe maybe she's just cunning because all of her songs were good and she sang great. But uh, um. Yeah, like the, rest the, of the other songs are are really terrible. But there's like, oh god, there's just so much to say about this movie. So for anyone who doesn't know, Sarah and I actually met in high school. And when I say in high school, I mean she was a teacher at my high school. <laughs> um, it was a Catholic school, and so there's a lot of strong Christian slash Catholic over undertones in this movie but like some of them are are even too much for me like there's literally a pastor in this movie named pastor christian (laughs) well that's not a stretch at all (laughs) i can't get over it it's it's too much but basically uh i I don't want to do too much of a spoiler alert but um or as in i don't want to spoil too much of it because it is it is delightfully awful but uh, Christine Brinkley is in it. Uh, is that her name? I think so. She was Christy Brinkley. No, not Christy Brinkley. Damn it, I Brinsky. That's what I kept doing. She was in uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and Mamma Mia. Um, like a legit actress, and she's very good in it. But like <laughs> this movie is just so over the top. And basically, uh, she's this heartless woman who owns this town. Basically, who wants to sell the town to a corporation called Cheetah Mall so that they can use the rhyme Cheetah Mall. Uh-huh. Uh, and, which yes. is kind of interesting because if anyone has done like the slightest bit of research, A, pandemic aside, like most malls are like failing real estate at this point. And they mentioned that it's a town in middle America. Um, and this one, uh, her name's Regina as one is. And Regina uh, uh, possibly has a brain tumor and she's like really angry at this town. And so she wants to evict everyone by Christmas Eve, which is in like two days. And it's just a bunch of overreactions. Uh, You find out Regina, this is definitely a spoiler. Regina uh, had a one night stand in high school uh, uh, on prom night and had a baby and her dad like took the baby away. It was just like, this is for your own good. And like, never spoke to her again, really. Like, it's. And is that why she now hates Christmas and life in the town and joy and happiness? Yes, exactly. And then, of course, by the end of the movie, she, you know, comes to her senses and everyone's fine. And I won't I won't do that much of a spoiler uh, because, again, (laughs) you really should watch it. But my my absolute favorite part of this movie is we find out that she doesn't have uh she doesn't have a brain tumor it was a, a fuzzy part in her in her scan when she first got it and she literally the way she finds out is she almost runs her doctor over for like the third time in this movie with her car and he's like you really gotta stop doing that oh but by the way by the way you don't have a brain tumor like you're cancer free and she literally like looks and turns around and says thank you okay bye like can't even be bothered to be like wow thank you doctor <laughs> or and like give him a handshake or a hug like you know you do you you don't have to have physical affection but she literally is like all right thanks bye and like just runs away <laughs> it's it's asinine and you know obviously it was recorded like 
you know, midsummer pandemic, like, oh, God, like, you know, it's on a very cheesy set. It's very cheesy. Oh, at, at one point, a girl, like, gets in, like, a horrific car accident. And uh, Regina, when she's feeling you know better she's like i gotta save this girl and so she's like i need the top neurologist in kansas to come over here and they fly her on a helicopter in approximately four minutes and then uh this girl who's been in a coma for about two hours wakes up just in time and is discharged from the hospital to join the group dance number at the very end which again has taken place in you know like 40 minutes within this cinematic universe it is so awful and of course it's a musical so you know that's already going to turn a lot of people off but uh would i watch it again uh with a lot of alcohol yes <laughs> hi are they talking to you riffraff hi my cat my cat's sitting right next to the phone and he's like why are there voices no one's feeding me well he's listening oh. to the story of the wonderful holiday cinematic experience that is the Dolly Parton movie. Oh, that sounds fun. So, uh, definitely give it a watch for Dolly Parton. Uh, you know what? Dolly Parton does a lot of good with her money, so definitely give her those streaming revenues. It is it is bad. And yeah, the undertones were definitely like, no premarital sex, and you definitely gonna have a baby and like have it out of wedlocks. And if you do that, like, it's bad. But uh overall enjoyable i did a lot of scream laughing so <laughs> and what what platform is it streaming on uh it's streaming on netflix called dolly partman's christmas on the square <laughs> okay <laughs> I, for for dolly i will watch it for dolly yeah definitely definitely Wait. watch it for dolly Okay. For Dolly, I'll watch it exactly I'm with some kind of whiskey sour in my hand. Ooh, that sounds so otherwise, good. I don't know if I can get through it. <laughs> okay, just like um, if you did not watch the shitastic Grinch movie that was on no. uh, this week, yeah, you're not missing anything because <laughs> you know, oh, was that like the live lead? action one, the one with um, the dude from Glee? Yes. Yes. So you know what we did not need is a another live action movie from I believe the same people who brought us the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. And Grease and all of those all other bad ones things that we've made fun of throughout the past like two, three years. Yeah. Um because A it's the Grinch and it's been done. So, you know, why keep making that happen? B, why is he trying to make the Grinch sexy? Oh, no. Like, oh, no. there's like thrusting and grinding and like, no, like moany singing. And I just, it's uncomfortable. And you <laughs> know, um, God. At some point, he's, like, getting a little too, like, let's get physical and his dancing with a Christmas tree. And it just needed to stop. And it was bad. <laughs> um, and the, the actor who played Max had, like, fake jowls glued to his cheeks, I guess, so he would look more dog-like. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, also, because, you know, they're, like, plastic and they jiggle. 
And also because it's live and so you sweat and they start to like. A little Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, So that was uncomfortable. I'd much rather watch him um, look like the gross burn victim guy from that whole first season of American Horror Story. (laughs) That was much more comfortable because it's the same actor. I like that actor. (laughs) Yeah, he's a really good actor, but this was just not not his best work. Not his thing. He's, he's really good in it, but it was just no. He should have turned it down. Um, the Grinch does a Trump impersonation. Sure, why not? Throw you know, Twenty twenty. <laughs> sure, why not? And um, you know, makes yeah. It was just not good at all. So I think I'd rather watch shitty Lifetime movies or Hallmark movies or shit. Watch that one again where the chick has to sell the inn in Vermont and discover that it's being haunted by the spirit of the guy from like 1850. Who and then she then falls in love with the ghost of the guy from 1850. Wow! Yeah, figure out why he, why he keeps you know becoming corporeal for the 12 days before christmas oh my gosh um, yeah i'd rather watch that over and over than have to watch that fucking grinch again <laughs> because it was bad uh, so have you <laughs> and seen that reminded me have you seen that uh that post that's been going around i think it was from reddit about this uh this a uh, girl who has a Grinch fetish. Oh God, no! Oh, I um, I happen to have it pulled up here. It's that it's, sounds awful. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, why not? Man? All right. Uh, so, uh, it's it's anonymous. Um, we don't know who it is, but so she writes: How do I, twenty four female, get my boyfriend, twenty seven male, to dress up as the Grinch and fuck me? Uh, I have a Grinch fetish. My boyfriend knows about it, and this uh, huh. knows about this, and for the most part accepts it. He isn't crazy about it and doesn't really get it, but he at least tries, which is all I ask. He'll sometimes read the book to me to set the mood, or if he's really feeling kinky, tell me you're a mean one in the heat of the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't oh even care God. if this is fake, honestly. Like, it's very likely it is because it's Reddit, but I. God, I hope it's true. Um, anyway, he's even begrudgingly come around to at least playing one of the three versions of the film every time we do the deed. Although we tend to stay away from the live action one because it's too much for me. <laughs> the thing is, I don't want to hear about the Grinch or listen to the Grinch or want or watch the Grinch. I want to be fucked by the Grinch. And for the record, this is common among women. <laughs> The Grinch's bulging sack of toys to me and many others is what a Mack truck is to Cardi B. (laughs) Circle. Uh, The fact that he's good with dogs and experienced trauma at a young age makes me want that long fussy dick even more. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, My boyfriend asked me what I wanted for Christmas and I straight up told him. I told him to put on the greenest, silkiest Grinch costume he could find. Kidnap me from my bed on Christmas Eve. Rad finish me Christmas tree. He flat out refused. Said it was too weird for him. I I was literally begging this man to let this pussy save Christmas. I was like, nah, I'm good. 
it ended up turning into a fight where he admitted he only gave into the initial Grinch cake. Sorry, Grinch kinks to placate me. And he's still uncomfortable with the fact that I had moaned Grinch during sex a few weeks ago. <laughs> but only because his song was playing in the background. So he's drawn a line. And if I don't drop the Grinch fetish, which, as I said, is incredibly common among women, but it's sadly taboo. He's done for good. I don't want to lose him over this. It's really hard for me to see past my sexual proclivities, especially during the Christmas season. <laughs> is there any way we can even compromise on this? Do I simply need a more adventurous man? The end. Okay, well, I want to know where she lives that the Grinch fetish is common. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, absolutely not. But... Again, pretty likely that it's fake, just given everything. Just given life. But I, I don't even care because that brought me so much joy. I mean, maybe, I mean, didn't, like, one of those weird um, Kardashian-Jenner people dress like a Grinch recently and try to sell some makeup, you know? Oh, like, yeah, so Kylie a- Jenner just did a, a Grinch palette, I think. There you go. So, hey, this could, this could be the new thing, and we're just all out of the loop. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was real fucking weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry. You sound like you're underwater for a second. I was. I secretly jumped in the pool and I didn't tell you guys. But I don't want you to get jealous. So, <laughs> Perfect. Just what I want in a cool December evening. <laughs> exactly. I'm really trying to get that pneumonia because I feel like that'll be a good look for me. Totally. All right. So, I mean, I guess if we're talking about that weird shit that's going on on Reddit, um, then we can't get away with discussing my new favorite book, which, uh, <clears throat> thanks to you, I kind of almost read, and it's all your fault. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, which, of course, is... Oh... Let me pull it up for you. Um, <clears throat> the love kissing the coronavirus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it turns out there's actually two because the, um, in addition to kissing the coronavirus, which now that we finished, we can also read COVID-69. Oh, my God. Um, that, uh, yeah. That's too much. <laughs> I can't believe they've made that. Anyway. Um, You know what? So for anyone that missed out, because this was also circling in around, um, Kissing the Coronavirus is a new erotic romance novel that has hit the digital marketplace. So if you have Amazon, Kindle, or any other ebook reader, you too can enjoy uh, this heaping pile of malarkey. Um, author MJ Edwards, who obviously not their real name because they don't want to admit that they wrote this shit. <laughs> um, is a beautifully crafted, and I use that real ironically, um, book about a doctor 
who instead of curing the coronavirus falls in love with it. Oh God. Oh God. Right. Dr. Alexa Ashingford, Ashingford, Ashingtonford, sorry, my bad, <sighs> is part of a crack team of scientists tasked with finding a cure to the devastating coronavirus. Little did she know she would end up falling in love with it in this steepy viral erotica. Oh, my God. Kissing the coronavirus is a steamy tale about forbidden love and dark desires come to life. <laughs> um, almost apologetically, the synopsis ends with the line, this book is MJ Edwards' debut and is her attempt at trying to pay the bills following her job loss. Oh, so, oh I don't, don't see that. Now that makes me feel bad, even though it's terrible. <laughs> I know. Well, no, those words like so terrible that it's like amazing. Like the one about the, the guy who like fucked that chick who worked at the brothel and then turned into the velociraptor. Oh, my God. It's like that. Yes. So in this one, she, you know, is trying to solve the problem of the coronavirus. Um, and instead of, you know, being fearful when she picks up her samples is um, <clears throat> turned on by them. Uh, just <laughs> comparing the sample to a pulsi- pulsing erect penis desperate to unleash its devastation on anyone who touched it. No. And that's a direct quote. No, yes. No, no. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. The virus infects an evil scientist, um, Dr. Bob Gertlichung, sure, who then uses an untried vaccine on himself in an attempt to rid his body of the virus, and it turns him into a green, hulked, hulking COVID-19 sexy man-beast who can finally fornicate with the horny Dr. Ashington Ferd. Oh, God. That's right. Um... So, that's right. Here's a review. Yes, I gave it five stars. Don't go into this expecting a good read, either story or writing. You absolutely <laughs> have to go into it expecting it to be worse than you imagine. The fact that it was so bad it made me laugh like crazy is why I rated it so high. Honestly, okay. solid review. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. I repeat, do not go into this with a serious mindset. I believe. I really, really hope the author intentionally wrote this so badly to bring a good laugh in these very serious times. It made me laugh because of how truly bad it is. So goal accomplished. It has 121 ratings with an average of 3.5 stars. Oh, my gosh. The majority either five star or one star. That's right. I, uh, I kind of love it. <laughs> right? So, yeah, so it's, you know, it's a whole thing. You can get it. And then there is a another um, book called COVID-69. <laughs> and a, um, it's COVID-69, erotic coronavirus quarantine story. Sex in the Time of Coronavirus, book one. Wow. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, and this one really is just kind of trying to cash in as opposed to being about, you know, really kissing the literal coronavirus. <laughs> um, this one is just about a girl who being quarantined during um, in Iowa, thanks to COVID-19, you know, yeah, is desperate to, as, as the description puts it, lose her V card. Um, did a 14 year old write this (laughs) yeah here's the description of 
Um, COVID-69 by Jay Andrews. Rosa had only gotten, just gotten through her first semester of school in L.A. after a sheltered life in Iowa when, a week before spring break, COVID-19 shut the entire city down in quarantine. Separated from her dorm-dwelling classmates in an off-campus apartment, she fantasized about finally losing her V-card to some delicious Hollywood hunk. But, left alone, she knew there was no chance of it happening now. But when her punk rock downstairs neighbor Riley in his tight band t-shirt and no fucks given combat boots knocked on her door about a plumbing problem, who knows how her quarantine might change. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I think my favorite part, honestly, out of that entire synopsis was uh, gonna get fucked by a Hollywood star. Like, <laughs> Nope, it's her neighbor in combat boots. Oh. <laughs> yep. So, you know, if you've gotten through all of the Hallmark and Lifetime movies and you're still like, shit, I need something to do, bam, there you go. COVID 69. <laughs> God. Uh, well, on that note, even though we do love to make fun of the, the, the coronavirus, uh, um, fan fiction uh on a slightly more serious note please please numbers are so high so stay inside read bad fan fiction watch bad lifetime movies you have to go outside wear a mask and wash your hands that's right until next time stay fresh cheese bags and follow us on instagram where we will be posting random fucking memes about true crime and lifetime movies until next time bye bye, bye.